Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you are listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how, with a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert built portfolios of low cost exchange traded funds. You know, I love those exchange traded funds. There's automated investing technology. And as part of that automated rebalancing, many of you have been asking about rebalancing and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is, what day is it, Mark? Monday, November 1st? The first day of the month falling on a Monday? Oh my gosh, only two months left in the year. I'm ready to put the bookends on 2020 and 2021, which is really essentially just one long, awful year. Would you agree with that, Mark? I don't think normal is the right way to think about 2022, but I, I, I think better. I really do think better. It can only be better. Did you hear the story about Tom Brady and the 600th touchdown, the Bitcoin thing? So if you didn't hear about this, he throws a 600 touchdown. Someone is in the crowd, uh, has the ball and gives the ball back basically like for posterity, does like a good solid thing. Brady then says, hey, you know, oh, the guy was kind of an idiot because he had leverage. He should have held out for something. And so Brady gives this guy one Bitcoin to thank him. Let me just put this in perspective. It looks to me that in 20 20, Tom Brady made about $25 million. And this year he's set to make like 40 million. It does look like he is in the top 10 of highest paid athletes, uh, that he's made about $235-40 million when he was with the Patriots. So are you kidding me that the best he can do is give a Bitcoin? I, I kind of am on the other side of this. Why does he have to give anything? I mean, it's not the guy's ball. You know, give him another ball, give the ball back. Okay, wait a minute. I think that he calls the guy out and says, hey, you should have held out for more leverage. Like, can't Brady be like a solid citizen and say, 
obviously this ball is going to fetch, you know, $500,000 or something at the least, maybe up to a million if it were auctioned off, right? And let's just say that Brady's such a good guy and the team is such good, they're such good people that they're going to auction it off for charity. We'll see about that. But let's say they were, okay? At the very least, a guy who is a multi-millionaire, hundreds of millions of dollars, could have said, hey, you know what? Let me flip this dude five Bitcoin because you know he doesn't have just one. He doesn't have one Bitcoin. He probably has a ton. All I'm saying is he could have done a solid to the guy and said, you're such a good human being. I'm so glad you didn't use your leverage. Let me reward the behavior because sportsmanship still means something. All right. That's it. I'm off my soapbox. All right. This is a program that talks about sports, morality, and money. No, it just is money. Sorry. Uh, This is a program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. And if you have a question or if you would like to weigh in on this Tom Brady fiasco, you can just go to our website, jillonmoney.com and click the contact button. We'll get your note. And then if you want, you could say, I'm willing to come on the air and then you can join us live. It's so much fun. That is what Owen did. He is on the line from North Carolina. Owen, did you are, are you a sports person? Did you follow the story at all? I, I didn't. Uh, I enjoy watching sports in, in the live moment. I don't necessarily follow them. I happen to know who the person you're talking about is, though. And what do you think? Oh, uh, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, can I slice it down the middle and say I see both sides? No, you have to pick a side. <laughs> this is not one of those uh, gray areas. No, of course there's a gray area. There's always a gray area. But which side do you fall? Because it can't be exactly equal. Uh, I would say I appreciate the gesture he made. Okay, so that was nice. This is a Southern gentleman, Mark. He's not used to a, an acerbic, Northeastern Jewish lass. I tell you, I've gotten a little bit rigid on these kinds of things, but not with you, Owen. Owen, what's going on? What can we do for you? So here's my question. Um, so I'm a, a teacher in North Carolina for a community college, and um, I, I make about 54000 a year. And I basically want to know uh, if I should be saving for retirement. I have a little, uh, I'm a little anxious about that. I'm 38. Um, I do have a, a Vanguard account. I have a pension as part of being a teacher. Um, I also have a brokerage account. So right now, kind of three pots of retirement money that I'm looking at. I guess if you count the pension that, that for 30 years of service, although I have that invested, so I will get something now if I leave now. Um, but at 30 years of service for me, it'd be 58 years old. And so I have these pots of monies and I just, I, I'm concerned I don't have enough. Okay. The pension when you're, if you go through, you know, another 20 years, what would that pension amount be approximately? Approximately fifteen seventy five a month. Does that have a cost of living adjustment or is it a straight line, just fifteen seventy five a month? Uh, good question. They do give a cost of living adjustment. Okay, great. When you said a Vanguard account, is that a qualified retirement plan? Is that um, uh, an IRA? Is it a 403B? What, do you, what is that? I, have, I set up my own Roth um, and I have two sets of investments in that Roth, uh, a target, uh, 2045 target, and one that I actually transferred over from outside from a formal financial planner. That's a Delaware Ivy small cap growth. And right now I have, uh, it's about 75 total net Roth split between those two. And then I have a separate brokerage account mm-hmm. that has about 7,000 that I opened last year. Okay, so for you right now, out of your $54,000 a year, what percentage goes into the pension? 6% every check. And then you are maxing out your Roth, correct? Yes. Okay. 
how much are you putting into the brokerage on, you know, not every single year, but let's say on average, what are you putting in? I don't have a plan for it. I put 7,000 in last year, just into the, the uh, BTSAX, just 7,000 mm-hmm. straight in. And mm-hmm. I don't really, I, I had thought about maybe a thousand a year, but I don't have a plan as of now as to an amount. Okay. That's obviously a bunch of money you're saving on $54,000 a year. How is your cash flow? How does, how do things feel for you? Um, they feel fine for me. I, I, you know, I live on approximately 50% of what I make and I've always been that way. So I, in terms of uh, other than, other than planning for a wedding in the coming year, I feel pretty good in terms of cash flow. Uh, you don't spend any money. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, I, I had a moment there. Do you rent or own? Um, I actually am fortunate enough to own a condo that I owe 51 on. I bought it as a foreclosure during the recession and it's, it's at a very ideal location now. And how much is it worth? Uh, it's worth two thirty. You're getting married. Partner lives with you or not? Partner lives with me. Has for yes, yes. Okay. And what's going to happen in if you get married? How much do we have to spend on that wedding? <laughs> that's uh, that's debatable in our household. We have had uh, several discussions. I'm a spreadsheet kind of person, and so we've talked anywhere between fifteen and twenty. And through the community college. Is there also a retirement plan that is a deferred compensation plan as well? They have a 403B type of option, and I can't remember who it is through, but there is a a voluntary 403B option I can sign up for. Okay. Okay. I mean, and there's probably no match in that 403B because there's a pension. Okay. Got it. At this point, do you think it's likely that you are going to stay with the, the college for 20 more years? I know it's hard to predict, but is that possible? So I would like to. I mean, I, I you can do calculations on the pension through their website to see what I would get at different milestones, but I would like to stay the full 20 more years. If you were to look at the your partner's contribution, is anything going to change when you actually get married? No. Is your partner really rich? No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, Mark? Um, okay. I mean, I I feel like you don't need that much money. So, I mean, the just given what your pension is going to be, you know, which is whatever, 19 grand a year, the pension does not preclude you from claiming Social Security, does it? No, it does not. Okay. And do you happen to know what that Social Security benefit is like at your full retirement age? I do. It's actually in the same, or no, last I checked, it's actually, it's a little higher than the 1500. I think I'm in the neighborhood of a $2,000 range. I mean, if you think about this, just, you know, I know it's, this is in future dollars, right? But if you think about the fact that you have, let's say your full retirement age, you'll have about $43,000 gross coming in in terms of pension plus social security, that's a long way towards reaching your goals, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty darn good. Your question about could you save more? Yes. I mean, sure, but you don't make that much money. I don't want you to go nuts. I think that the idea would be that we'd want to build up your brokerage account a little bit. I, I feel like the, the retirement stuff is good, but you're not in a high tax bracket. When you get married, what will your total income be? I forgot to ask that. I'm sorry. That's a great question. When we get married, our total income will be approximately 87-ish. And is your partner contributing to retirement also? No. No? What no. was that sheepish? 
No. Um, he's planning for today, and I'm planning for tomorrow. Well, <laughs> let me tell you something. We need him to plan a little bit for tomorrow. He doesn't have to plan for 25 years from now, but he could plan for a few years from now. And maybe when we play this back for him, which you will do, i tell you why I wouldn't mind having him contribute something to retirement. You guys, I think when you look at your total income and you're married and with deductions, you're in the 12% tax bracket. Your tax bracket is actually going to drop hmm. when you get married. It's one of the weirder situations here. Married filing jointly, the 12% bracket goes up to just about $81,000. And so if you think about where you guys are, then you can say like, oh, with just even the standard deduction, which when you're married filing jointly, by the way, is $25,000, boom, you're in the 12% tax bracket. So there should be no pre-tax savings going on for you guys at all. Okay? Yeah. Zero. Everything should be going into either a Roth or an after-tax brokerage account. And if your partner would like to do something, maybe at the very least, you can say, look, just open up a Roth, dude. Come exactly. on. Yep. That's it. Is there guilt at play? Can we guilt him in, at all? Oh, or no, not? no, that's not that's not going to work. Now, I will say if I, I thought about offering a, a match and say, hey, <laughs> um, why he likes free money. Well, I mean, doesn't everyone? No, not. I mean, people are really weird. They're like, ah, I like my beer money. I don't care about the money. Yeah. I mean, I um, just a small amount, not not obviously not the full 6000 but just to get him started because I do think a little bit would help get him started. Well, also, you have to say to him that, you know, I may not be here. Like if I drop dead tomorrow, would he get your pension? Would Is there a, um, yeah, a survivor benefit? Yeah, he'd get 100%. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you can say, look, I just need you to get used to managing this stuff. Yes. That's really why you want to do it more than anything else. Exactly. That's a different approach. Yes. I like right? So yeah. I, I need you to just, what, what does he do for a living? Uh, he works in IT, information technology. So this is great. Just say like, hey, you know, I don't know how anything in the house works with uh, with all the technology. You need to give me boot camp. I need to give you investment boot camp. And that's what you're going to do. I'd like the brokerage account to build up a little bit more because I think that when you're in your late 50s, or early 60s, it would be nice for you to have some money before you start claiming Social Security. Mm -hmm. That's that's why we want you to have some money that's available. Does he have a match through work at all or not? He doesn't. No, he's a very, it's a very small, small uh, firm. All right. Well, I mean, look, I think that you should, I don't worry so much about retirement. I do think non-retirement savings would be great for you. Obviously, you guys should be doing some estate planning when you get married or if unless you've done it already, you must have a will and a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy. And you own the condo in your name? I do. Yes. Presumably, if you were to drop dead, God forbid, it would pass to him because you've done your estate planning, right? Yes. Okay, good. Any insurance quest stuff out there, um, life uh, insurance or anything else out there? It actually comes, uh, I do get life insurance with my work. So I do get a $10,000 policy just for being employed at the college I work at. Any kids potentially? Maybe. Yeah, that's been a discussion. Yeah. Oh, well, if you're going to have kids, then you better sock away some moolah. I want to get this guy on the phone. I'm going to guilt him. He has not had, you say guilt doesn't work. He has yeah. not met the mistress and the master of guilt. Yeah. and Mark. <laughs> Mark? What else am I missing? Oh, you didn't mention an emergency fund. Well, Where, what about cash? I got 24000 in a fund, a year's worth of, a, I can live on 24000 for a year. Great. Perfect. That's great. 
other than that, if if you have again, if you if you want to put a little bit of extra money in the brokerage and you can afford it, great. And if he wants to put the money in uh, some money in a Roth and some money in a brokerage account, great. It just will give you more flexibility. Okay. That's great. That's so, thank you so much. That's so helpful. All right. Anything else that we can do for you? Uh, no, other than you'll get a kick out of. Uh, I wouldn't have had a Roth, but it was a, a birthday gift for my dad when I was a teenager. And that's how it started. And I didn't think about it. He gave it to me as a birthday gift and put $10 a month in it for years. Well, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And so are your parents still alive? They both are. And I've learned from both of them kind of money management in different ways. And yeah, um, he had always encouraged me to contribute. And so I started, I could have started earlier, but he got me on track. For him, I wouldn't probably be having this conversation with you because I wouldn't have known. Oh, that's so great. See that? Like, that's the thing that's so amazing to me like that again that modeling behavior of like here is the parents that can help it's really amazing to me that those small nudges early on can really turn into something great and a good habit to form exactly owen wish you the best of luck let us know how it goes with a partner and if you have a partner who is a little reluctant to try to get on board with your financial planning process, then just go to jillonmoney.com, click on the contact button. And while you're on the website, please sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Take a deep breath, gang. It is a brand new month. There's only two months left in the year. Thank goodness. All right. So if you want to do something nice for someone else today, it really will make that person feel better. It will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace, We'll talk to you tomorrow.